Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Hello Steve-O Podcast live from New York City. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Just a quick one. Thank you so much to everybody who signed up to the mailing list. Um, And if you want to find out about the shows that are now on sale, you can do so by signing up to the mailing list on www.thestephenmullen.com. And if you would like to help to support me making this independent podcast, please do so by buying me a coffee. You can do so, that is, on the link... Click the link in the description to this podcast. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do a little bit of a longer introduction this week so I can set up this podcast for you. But anyway, you're blah, 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 blah. Let's get into it. Let's go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and you are all very welcome to this week's episode of Hello, Steve-O Podcast, live from New York City. Um, it's been a fantastic week. Um, some of you will have seen some of the things that have been going on on social media. Um, it's been a great time. I've come over here to do, been asked to come over and do a couple of shows as part of the New York Comedy Festival. And um, it's, been, it's been really fantastic. It's been a great experience. Um, I haven't, this is the longest time I've spent in New York City. I've been plenty of times, but I haven't spent as much time as I am now. Uh, and it's been absolutely brilliant. Um, so, yeah. Today's episode is going to be uh, a conversation with Katie Boyle. Now, it is important to give you guys the context of where this conversation happened. Katie and I had met up. Katie had organized a show for us, for a couple of us to come over and some Irish comics that were already here. So Irish comedians at the New York Comedy Festival. And um, so then that was a couple of days ago. Katie and I met up for a quick coffee today. And she was literally around the corner from her apartment And she was like, why don't we just go up and do a podcast? So this conversation that you're going to hear is a little bit in, um, in, a little bit industry-wise, you know, a little bit of talking about the the different comedic scenes. And we have a little bit of chat about the differences between them. But then also it gets into a conversation of what it's like here in New York. Now, I want you all to uh, definitely get the vibe off me right now that my week here has been lovely. It's been fantastic. I've loved every bit of it. Uh, But as you will hear in the podcast, it goes on to talk about some of the more difficult things of living in New York City, which, of course, I don't really experience when I'm just popping in and I'm popping out quickly. So um, I suppose it is a little bit of a trigger warning as how some of the bits of living in in, in New York City can be a little bit difficult. Um, uh, A little bit of violence, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Katie talks about uh, some experience that she's had on the subway. So if you're um, feeling sensitive uh, about that, 
uh, kind of stuff, I'd say maybe don't listen to the episode. Um, but it's just a bit how things can be a bit mad on the subway and the way things have changed since the pandemic, interestingly enough. Other than that, though, we talk about the real huge comedy scene that is here in New York. And you start to hear a lot of the differences of the, the different kind of, Katie calls it cults, really, um, that go on here. And it is interesting. I have experienced a little bit of it. There's different, like, teams nearly within the comedy world. Like, you know, in football terms, you might talk about it in terms like being a Manchester United versus an Arsenal fan or stuff like that. There's definitely that sense here in the U.S., but it's kind of a little bit the way that it works. I know there's lots of you listening from the U.S., but um, and a lot of us will watch a little bit of what's going on in politics in the U.S. and all that kind of thing, but we, um, we kind of see it from afar, and it's nice to have the European perspective. I do love living in Europe. I've done a lot of traveling this year to, you know, bit this, uh, to the States a couple of times this year. I was in Dubai, and I was in, you know, places that are a good bit away from um, from Europe. And you do realize, me personally, very grateful, very grateful to to live in Europe. Not just Ireland. I mean Europe because we are a small country, but also the European Union is a a, a community of different, very different cultures and different aspects that go on, different ways of running countries, different ways of doing politics, all those types of things. So we do get to see a very varied way of living lives. But what you have in the US, I mean, we've obviously, we'll all, we all know this on some level. What you have in the US is very, is a huge country, which has the population of, I think it's nearly up there with the whole of Europe, um, but the problem being that it's so many people ruled in a very narrow way or the, the system, the the political system or the, the democratic system is ruled in a very narrow way. That certainly doesn't serve everybody. But what it uh, what I've, I've, I've witnessed over my time here is that it gets you very much into only two ways of thinking. It's very clear which team you're on here or um, it's very clear the, uh, the way of thinking over here. And it's interesting how that infiltrates into the way that you live your life. Now, Katie and I did not have the time to get into all that, but she has some very interesting points of um, what it's like to be an immigrant, for example, and the and the labels that uh, people have on each other, whether you're you're considered white, black, Latino, all those different types of labels, and and why they hold on to those labels so dearly over here. And I wouldn't dearly is probably the wrong word, but it's such a huge part of the identity that it causes a lot of friction. It causes a lot of tension. So, um. It's an interesting episode. We talk a little bit about the comedy scene, a little bit of crack about that, but then it kind of does end off in some of the the more uh, um, negative aspects of what it's like to live in the US at the moment. Um, But as I said, I have had a fantastic week. I loved my experience of being in New York comedy clubs, performing in them. It was brilliant. Um... I got to kind of, uh, I got to experience that because as a comedian, when you're coming up, we tend to watch a lot of American comedy. Um, and I loved coming over here and experiencing the the American way of doing stand-up comedy. Um, but again, as I said, it, de- it definitely the whole trip is, and I've really enjoyed it. But even within comedy, it makes me feel uh, grateful to, to have the perspective that, that I do have of, 
um, pr- primarily working out of, of Ireland, but being able to go to the UK and the different cultures there, different cultures even within Ireland, but then doing Edinburgh and Scotland and stuff like that. You're constantly working with different cultures all the time, and it's great to have all those different perspectives and then dip into the US thing. There's definitely a sense of, with with, with some of the comedy here, of like it's very, uh, well, it's America thinks about itself, you know. So uh, they were still lovely and fantastic, great experiences. Got to see lots of different types of comedians. And uh, I had a great time meeting lots of people. Des was fantastic. I got to go down to the comedy cellar to watch him and meet other comics and all that kind of thing. And meet some legendary comics as well. Todd Barry, Ari Shafir, Godfrey. All these kind of cool guys that I've watched on YouTube for years. I got to meet these people. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. As you saw on Instagram, Dave Chappelle dropped in the evening I was there. No big deal. So just to be around that was kind of cool, you know. And I've had a great time. Uh, Got to eat in loads of different places that I loved. Cat's Deli the other day. All that kind of stuff. So it was great crack. It has been great crack. There's a cool energy here. Um... But as you'll hear, there's like lots of different weird things going on as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, yeah, it's kind of m- more conversation, getting stuck into certain aspects of what uh, is going on here. Uh, and I would say it's interesting. So brace yourselves for like maybe not, you know, a lull a minute, not loads of laughs in there because we just got into some really interesting conversations. So I hope you do enjoy it. Thank you to everybody for the lovely comments uh, and I'm glad that you all enjoyed the Deirdre O'Kane episode so much. So much so that Deirdre enjoyed it so much as well that she is going to be coming back on the show in the future. So delighted with that. It should be good crack. And what else is there to report? Um, oh yeah, for those of you who already signed up to the mailing list, you got the email this week that gave you the links and the heads up to the tickets that are already on sale to see my show, Stephen Mullen, Ouch, that goes on an Irish tour in the spring of 2023. So some of you already bought tickets. Thank you so much. I've announced the first few menu- venues, sorry, not menus, and there will be more venues added uh, to the show. But tomorrow, uh, for the rest of you guys uh, who have not signed up to the mailing list, um, there will be, I'm going to start giving you a heads up online social media about the ticket sales and where they're coming to but uh thank you very much for all the i got loads of lovely messages about uh back from the all of you that got the mail as well so i'm delighted that you uh uh that you got it <laughs> that it worked it's my uh, first time doing a big mailing list so i'm delighted and if you want to continue to um to hear news or hear the things that i'm up to i'm going to primarily start putting news through the mailing list so do sign up go up to www.thestevenmullen.com and sign up to the mailing list. I will not be wasting your time with the emails. They are written to entertain you, to have a night, a little something nice in your in your inbox, and to keep you up to date with the things that are coming up and the things that I am making, of which I intend to be doing a lot in the coming months. Also, thank you to the people who have supported me to help keeping this podcast going. Um, the a I know I know a lot of you might think the Acast ads that are on the thing, the Acast ads I ain't getting a penny out of. Uh, at the moment um, look that's just the way that it works I get a free platform but I ain't going to get uh, any revenue from those ads at the moment however if you would like to support me to keep the podcast going 
this podcast that I uh, produce myself, uh, that I um, get the guests on, etc., etc., just to keep the general maintenance of these things going, the time that it takes me during the week, etc., etc. And if you're enjoying it, um, I do appreciate your support. You can buy me a coffee. You can buy me a once-off. The link is in the description to this podcast. Uh, you can buy me a one-off copy, coffee. You can buy me a subscription. Whatever it is that you would like to do. Uh, I do appreciate the support. And if you can't do that, that is totally fine. Just give it a five-star. Give the podcast a five-star rating. I would really appreciate that. It helps to uh, see the podcast move up the charts or for more people to see it. And um, just tell a mate. If you can't afford to buy me a coffee, tell a mate. I'd really appreciate it. Spread the word. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to do this. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to edit this, but hey, we'll see. It's New York. I'm looking out at skyscrapers. It's kind of mad. Last night, being hanging around the Comedy Cellar and all that kind of stuff, it was like being in a movie. Uh, I think I'm going to write another piece. I was inspired to write again uh, on this trip. So, yeah, we shall see. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hello Steve, a podcast. Let's do this. Hey, Steve! Keep the change, you filthy crossover yes and so this is the hello steve-o podcast and the shift podcast can you sorry can you explain to the hello steve-o podcast listeners what that means <laughs> what, what the hello oh, crossover, crossover. i think means, yeah. hello steve i was like they know um so basically is where you're you're both doing an episode that's going to go on both platforms so this will also go on my podcast so my podcast is called the shift and this will go on yours yes. and it's just an easy way for us to interview each other but not have to uh do two episodes yeah, it's I mean that makes it sound like we're ladies, but we're not. Katie. We're no, not. we're double, we're double jobbing. Now, what uh, we can, uh, and we're, uh, we're te- yeah, texting at the same time. So I, I have. You're to so new. This is brilliant. Like cause <laughs> I'm just realizing it's like boom, boom. Let's do this. Go, go, go. Let's do a crossover. Boom, boom. From having a coffee downstairs to this, you're just like I know. Let's fucking do this. Well, you were saying you had to get it done, and then it's perfect. Uh, we're gonna wait. Aaron McCann is is coming to meet us, so we might have to jump off and get him. But you know what? When we were saying like, what should we talk about? You were, uh, you did the gig. I did the gig. I did the gig. Yeah. yeah. It was um, what gig work? I haven't told. I've lived. I realized I got messaged during the week from Hello Steve. listeners going, sorry, are you going to New York? What are you going to New York for? <laughs> and all that kind of thing. You I were didn't tell anybody that I was going to. <laughs> oh, were you allowed then say on the podcast you did the gig? Uh, y- yeah, but there was no money involved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, so we didn't it was make any like, money. yeah, I'm a good volunteer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, IRS. There was no money, but uh, yeah, I did the gig. I did two gigs. I did. I was at the stand on. Uh, um, Monday night for Hannah Burner's show, Espresso Martinis. Yeah. And then I was at the New York Comedy Club. And both were great and both were very different. And I got to go to the cellar last night yeah. and I actually re- really enjoyed the experience of all of them because they're very, very different uh, spaces, uh, comedians, kind of styles and all that kind of stuff. And it was great. All brilliant New York experiences. Like The stand is is very... A lovely, massive, huge pizza oven and all that kind of stuff, isn't it? Wait, which did you prefer... Uh, the Stand, New York Comedy Club, or The Cellar? you the spot now. Come yeah, don't <laughs> worry. None of them are listening to either of our podcasts. Because um, they're all very different. They're all very different, but they're also um, uh, very different audiences. And so the, 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 the Stand audience that I would have been playing to on Monday was Hannah's audience, which by oh, her yeah. ad- admission is like, they're very different. 
She would describe them as rich white girls, right? <laughs> um, but then there was a, another podcast going on upstairs, which was, a, I think it was called Legion of Skanks, I think, which is a, the complete opposite of what was downstairs in Hannah's yeah, show. So. <laughs> some, some of the people on my podcast also listen to Legion of, Ska- Legion of Skanks, and you guys know that that's sometimes you guys, which is lovely, and then sometimes very alt-righty listeners, right, which is okay. very different to Hannah's, like, mm. girls, brunch day, having fun. Brunch day, yeah, yeah. And I'm then upstairs they're like, Kill all women. Oh, really? <laughs> that bad? I didn't know. As well, a joke, but also like, really as a joke? I so, don't know. Someone made the joke is like downstairs you have, uh, uh, who said that? I, I feel, but no, I, don't, I can't use the R word, but I'll like, it was basically, uh, somebody said downstairs, downstairs you have the lovely, gorgeous girls and upstairs you have the, the guys that assault them basically oh right well yeah 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 yeah, (laughs) absolutely i mean downstairs you have the girls who all the incels upstairs like murder people because they won't have sex with them (laughs) you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. it definitely um and obviously there's there are i will say like with some of those some of those um because it's it's kind of like a skank fest thing right and some of their fans are you have to explain the skank fest now to to my audience so for well so okay so Legion also, of, I don't know either. So, <laughs> Legion of Skanks is this podcast, yes. and then Skankfest is the festival kind of came out of the podcast. Okay. And some of their fans are just lovely, die hard, ride or die, will like support you to the end. And some of them are a little mental. Like, <laughs> I went on to, this is crazy, I went on, so their whole network is called Gas Digital, and again, there's some great podcasts on yeah. there. So, And the guy who runs it has always been really nice to me, right. Luis Gomez, and he, he was one of the first people to pay me in comedy and stuff. Uh-huh. So I get on great with him, but um, so I've done his podcast a few times, a real ass podcast, and I'll get a lot of lovely messages, and then I'll be like, "What the hell is this?" Like it's some wild messages, but like a lot of the time they're doing it trying to be funny, but right. I guess that the kind listeners of troll type vibe, yeah, type yeah. Things, yeah, and then they're like, but they're like they don't actually know how to write a joke, so they're just saying the most offensive shit ever. Go on, Katie, <laughs> get off the fence. Tell us what you really think. No, I'm joking. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, no. I was like, no, not me. No, them. I don't mean that you're writing those jokes. And I was like, yeah, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. They did one thing where they have like a group message thing, and they like photoshopped tits on me, so they were like sending around like a naked photo of me, but it was all photoshopped, like crazy wow. stuff. My you just goodness. Like whatever, or they'll do like my voice sometimes and pretend that I'm saying wild stuff. But like I'm trying to think, what was the other thing they did? Jesus Christ! Oh, there was one guy. This is so okay. This is bad. I'll tell you. So there was one guy who definitely came from that podcast and right. wrote like I got like a lot of nasty comments on YouTube, and he wrote, uh, "Don't quit your day day job." But I've actually never had a day job, so I thought that was really funny. Yeah, and yeah. I was gonna write back and be like, "LOL, never had one because because yeah, yeah. I bartended for years." Yeah, okay. So, um, but I just, I saw his handle and his handle said at Stumpy Comedy. And I was like, Stumpy, that feels weird. So I clicked on his page and he has no arms, no legs. I thought, you know what? I'm not even going to reply to this. He's having, wow. you, know, he, you know, he's, he's having a tough enough life as it is. That's yeah, okay yeah, yeah. if he's, if he's coming over here and roasting me and amazing that like he wrote it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not being ableist here at all. I'm just saying like the guy's got a tough time so i'm not gonna i'm gonna let him he can roast me the other people can fuck <laughs> off but wow so i know so yeah i i suppose well that's interesting so this is part of what i'm 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 i've learned in my in my time here in new york is is the scene yeah and how stuff like that goes on like a completely unaware of from the the irish and uk scene but also it's so huge here that yeah. it's such a not just new york the u.s it's so huge. There's so many people that you do get the the. Ext- I mean, that that's a great example. That night in the, in, in the stand, Hannah's crowd versus Legion of Skanks crowd. You know that exists. There's enough completely different belief f- systems. Completely yeah. different. It's like different religions. Yeah. And uh, like two different cults. Yeah, yeah. But yet it's um, it's all 
under the same roof, I suppose, on some level. And they are like cults because with the Legion of Skanks fans and like those guys like Lewis would never tell his fans to go do something crazy. But yeah. he could. He could be like, right. let's go, let's go burn down all the It did feel like salons. that. Because like, when we were downstairs performing, you'd hear them, yeah! And they would yeah. be chanting, duh, 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 yeah. duh, or something. I don't know even what they were saying, but I was like, what is going on up but there? The and same, it was a podcast recording. But the same with Hannah. Hannah could be like, Hannah could get up and be like, you know what, you guys should boycott bare minerals makeup that I just don't wear makeup so that's the only yeah. one I know uh, but bare and they would do it and they would do it like yeah. you are, they have so much power like on mm. two extremes like they could have been like go down and fight the girls and Hannah could have wow. been like go and fight them and people it would have been like an episode of South Park or something wow. crazy that's crazy they yeah. are like it's like cults comedy like pe- has come, become a bit culty I'm telling you that's here obviously I was <laughs> I mean, uh, no. Look at look at Joanne Joanne McNally, uh, and she's amazing, and That's she's great. True, but but she's I def- heard from well, yeah, she's getting the drink prosecco. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm sure if she was like boycott milk in Ireland, I'm sure all her fans would be like oat milk babies. To be fair, how is she not being sponsored by some prosecco brand? That's true. Like she has made prosecco a lot of money. That's true. Yeah, but that's like one. It's kind of like yeah, because you, you here you've got teams. You've got like yeah different teams of leagues of kind of like you know it's kind yeah. of like yeah. That's but even someone was saying that was it you? or maybe it was someone else who opened for her were saying that people will go on repeat to her same hour which I don't think that's like a, that's a fan following that's like you wouldn't mind even oh, get so here oh so to Joanne shows yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah there's that's a like die hard fans but it's also it's also uh, kind of a little bit what she's selling as well which is which is great you can because if it's happening there's obviously a huge hunger for it yeah and it's it's very much girls night out vibe like yeah. I, I've, yeah, I've met people who've been like four or five times to it and it's like it's it's not necessarily about the show it's like girls night out yeah. kind of vibe which is it's great and it's, it feels like for um, the great thing about Joanne's success in Ireland is like she's, she rises everyone up with it because she's getting yeah. so many people to come and watch comedy and then that you know the offshoots of that does feed into into other people so she's getting so many people to watch it. it's great for a comedy she sounds Ireland. amazing because literally every comedian I know back home is like yeah it was so great I got to open for Joanne which is mm. amazing not a yeah. lot of comics do that like show the support like that so she's not telling them all to go oh Cat did something. Bag there or something. Um, <laughs> to go uh, boycott something, but yeah, no, it's just I guess, yeah, I don't know how I got onto that whole string of thing, but yeah, I guess I just start and realize that really famous comedians could tell you to go do some stuff when you would. Oh, f- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it is crazy. But it is wild that there were those two different. Yeah, but you. So you were asking of which of them I preferred, that, but that that's the thing. It was like I don't oh, even yeah. think somebody said to me like. Um, that I didn't really get a real experience of the stand because I was like, because that was Hannah's crowd that night yeah. or whatever. So, like, the room was lovely. The venue, very swanky. Like, when I walked in, I was like, is this a private yeah. members club? Like, huge pizza wood oven. Yeah. The bar was so swanky with all the bottles of fancy like stuff behind it. Bar, it really yeah. is. Yeah. It really is. And then you go down. And, and look, the room was absolutely lovely to play. But it, that was a bit, um, it's probably the nicest comedy venue I've ever played. Okay, by, yeah. a wi- by a mile, really. Because yeah. comedy venues aren't like that. Then New York Comedy Club, Brilliant, like a lovely, gorgeous room. Right. The staff are lovely. Not saying that anywhere there weren't. No, the staff is like insane at your comedy club. They're the best staff in the whole yeah, world. They, they treat you like you're like one of the family. It feels like fa- you're 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 welcomed. Yeah. They welcome people coming in, the punters, everything, all the audience, and all that kind of stuff. And there's a good, there's just a general good vibe around it. And obviously, you're part of it as well, like a huge part of that as well. So there's just a general good vibe about it and the room was lovely the audience were lovely that night that we played um, and it was great that was just great fun it was a great night yeah. um, and then the cellar was just a different a different thing again because they have four venues 
all around the corner from it. There's the history of it. And there's famous people like yeah. legit. Dave Chappelle <laughs> dropped in the night I was there. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, because we were up in the restaurant upstairs in the olive tree. Des had just finished his set. So we were kind of just hanging out and eating. He went to use the loo, which you have to use the loo going through that room. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I know. And uh, he like, texted me from downstairs. Chappelle just dropped in. And then you see on the screen downstairs, Dave Chappelle is down. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Downstairs. And the restaurant upstairs is still empty, but you can't get down the stairs because it's packed. It's so small, that room. Yeah. It's packed full of comics. Oh, yeah, all the um, comedians on the stairs. All the wait, comedians yeah. on the stairs. So I didn't even bother trying. Um, but uh, so, but that was a love because then we the, the the underground, which is like it feels like it's about two hundred people. The staff there were lovely, and they have a live band and all that, so it created this cool kind of energy. And it was a, it was wonderful to watch all the the other the other comics that the other New York comics from here. Because I suppose in one sense, when we did the the Irish night, um, it's kind of you know it's obviously Irish specific. So, but you see the Irish comedians that are working here as well, which yeah. is cool. But then um, the cellar was cool to see the different comedians that are. You know, they work the cellar and they're kind yeah. of like New York, like you can see the New York comedian is a thing, you know, kind of thing. Do you know what too as well? Like what I noticed. So obviously on our lineup, me, Mick and Sean mm. all started in New York. Okay. Or so all started all in America. started in America. Wow. Yeah. That's and then fascinating. We have you and Julie who started in Ireland and then. I started in London. Oh, you started. Oh, you told I me that you started in London. London. Yeah, so that's yeah. even different. But then I had um, Aaron on and what I had just opened for Shane Todd mm. and I was blown away by Shane Todd and then I was blown away by Aaron as well and I think it's interesting to see Northern Irish comedy yeah. as well because that's even different That's different too. too. That is, like, and there's also, it feels... 
there's not a lot of crossover there. I could be yeah, well like I mean, I don't know Shane Todd, for example. We're not we're not doing the same circus. Yeah. There's a very specific circuit up in Northern Ireland. I didn't know Aaron either. I didn't know Aaron, never heard of Aaron, never knew uh, and uh so yeah, I, I think there's a few comics that do. Like I would do The Empire, for example, in Belfast from yeah. time to time. Lavery seems to be quite big up there at the moment and doing really, really well. Uh, Northern Ireland is great with, like I've worked with a couple of production companies up there and when they do something sometimes, they really, yeah. they do it right. They do a great job and they go for it, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, they kind of just get it done. I, I don't know, in, in, in the scythe, as they would say, is a bit more lax or whatever. But uh, yeah, Shane Todd is like killing it. I was like, I found it inspirational watching mm. him. It was so much fun because he was so sweet and he was like, oh, do you think you could open for me? And I was like, absolutely. That was it here in New yeah, York? Yeah, and even he was like, how much would you want? And I was like, honestly, I've been offered such extremes, just like whatever your budget is. And he was like, okay, great. So then we go up and we did it here and then we did it in Woodlawn and uh, I'm on stage. The the host, when when the host was on stage, because there was like a, it was all booked through the stand and so right. they brought their own host. Okay. And when he was on stage, he was American and his mic kept cutting out, kept putting it like, kept just going so he would say a punchline you couldn't hear it right. so then I went on stage oh, and it worse. started doing that for me and then I just no. and it was all Irish people and I just like kind of put the mic to the side and I was like do you guys mind if I just shout yeah. at you and yeah. they were like yeah and they yeah. were so supportive yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it gave Shane time to like fix the mic and stuff he said that they were like running around fixing whatever right. But um, it was so nice to have it all. I hadn't had a whole Irish room in so long. Right. Uh, and then they were just so supportive. They were like, yes, girl, go on, girl, yeah, you're grand. Yeah. And so they'd yeah. be real quiet so I could say it. But then they would laugh. Like they, yeah. I felt like they were giving me more than the yeah, hosts, yeah, like yeah, really yeah. supporting their own. Yeah, yeah. Especially in such a situation like that when they're yeah. like, the mic didn't work and all that. They, they're all really supportive then. Yeah. And then watching Shane, I was blown away. I was like, this is like inspirational because mm. it was just so well written so well paced yeah and so different to what i see over here that's I've why i love watching at all. <laughs> oh my god he's so great and that's why i love watching because even to me i was like do you know it's great to see people from home but mm. now seeing him and shane and hearing that you guys you guys are not him and aaron you guys don't have a lot of a crossover either no no and i don't know that i, I could be completely wrong in this but i don't know that they do the, the like england much I, I could be completely wrong i think but shane does because he's, he's right. touring there now I think. is he okay well yeah. there you go there you go yeah but yeah, there'd be there'd be a decent enough crossover between Dublin and London for yeah. sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's gas. But I I was saying to you er, er, earlier on that's we, we don't realize. Well, I I'm appreciating how lucky we are to do something like the Edinburgh Fringe. I know it's a pain in the ass, and I know loads of people. Uh, there's loads of difficult things about it, the monetization, etc. I get all that. But the wonderful thing about a fringe festival, I was talking to a mate of mine uh, who works Adelaide and Melbourne quite a lot as well, is people from completely yeah. different comedic backgrounds all the time and you get to see completely different styles like I was blown away by Australian comedians yeah. in Edinburgh this year like Randy Feldflace and uh, Nikki Britton and people like that and they were amazing but then you got to see a great uh, New York comic like Catherine Cohn and stuff like that yeah. as well so it's uh, no it is it, it is lucky it is cool to have that but it's interesting New York is very interesting you see all the different scenes going on and all the different uh, things going on we got to see Tori Piskin special for example the other day yeah that was fantastic. I'm delighted you enjoyed fantastic. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's very unique in her own way. I think she's. Yeah. I think she's different to the. I th I would have thought so. I yeah. would have thought so. Because like from she's a she is a New York comic, but I still think she's very unique. Mm. I think she does a lot more like storytelling mm. and yeah. performance. Great performance. Oh, her performance, her performance is, is fantastic. So good, the right? characters, the, the characters, performances, the Irish story was so the much Irish, fun. Very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good stuff. 
I think she's yeah brilliant and yeah you're right I, but I would see Catherine Conan a little bit in the same like that as well like mm-hmm. she's a New York comic but she's come from her own kind of a thing because yeah. you know so sometimes there's a little bit of like this is how it is and this is how it's supposed to be and blah 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 but uh, those are the voices that I'm very much interested in in, yeah. in, in watching so yeah Tori was brilliant her mother's impersonations Hilar- so and that's exactly like her mother don't trust him he, does, he, does, he doesn't tailor his tra- he doesn't tailor his pants yeah not the that's so funny her mother, when uh, Tori, when Tori's boyfriend broke up with her, this is ages ago, an old boyfriend. But uh, her mother came into my job to drop off something for Tori, and like I was working a really busy bar at the time, and so she opens the door, the bar is packed, and she goes, "Katie, he's a bastard," <laughs> <laughs> and the whole bar is like, "What?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, "Hi," but she's a. Uh, She's amazing. I do think with the New York style, it's joke, 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 joke. And then you look at the Irish style and it's more stories um, and silly sometimes too. Yeah, people don't, uh, people, uh, there's not a huge amount of silly here. There's not. Even when I was watching Shane Todd, I, what I did like about it is that it's so unbelievable. It's silly. And sometimes yes. people here like to stick more to maybe. Yeah. They don't go that silly. Yeah, it can be a bit like that sometimes. And st- but maybe that's just the culture of the people as well. So it's not necessarily criticism. But like, you know, I, I, for example, uh, I when I was in London and starting out, I see old clips and I'm like, why don't I still do that? I was extremely physical yeah. and, uh, and silly. Yeah. And uh, like goofing around and kind of like doing stupid shit and physical. Whereas here, you like, of everybody that I've, that I've seen so far is like, I don't think anyone did. You know, yeah, that and I've that's seen. one thing I love about Tori is I feel like she does get in. Mm. She has no, um, like, she doesn't get in her head about getting into a character and no. bouncing around. No. And that was something when we, we started gigging together. Right. So we were like. So how long ago was that, Katie? Sorry. Oh, God, maybe seven and a half years wow, ago. Wow, okay. Yeah, she was my what first friend. That? 2020, Because yeah, I'm here eight years. Right. I started comedy six months into moving here and I'm here eight years, like, next week. Wow. Yeah, so... Do you feel like... An, you obviously feel like an, you're a New Yorker. Uh, no. Really? I don't know. Like, people go... When they introduce me, they go, Katie's from Ireland originally. And I'm always like, not originally. I'm just from Ireland. What the hell is this? Originally... But yeah. I, why, I did, yeah, why did they do that? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. yeah, right. I'm just like you can just say from Ireland. Full that's stop. interesting because that used to that got to be a thing in London where it was kind of it was nearly uh, rude to ask where you're from. Oh yeah, you kind of you were just a Londoner. Oh. You know what I mean, it, people wouldn't get into that. But that's probably because people had moved over as a child, and that's more you don't want to make people feel like minorities feel like they're not part of the country is that kind of where that comes from it just became a bit like uh, 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 that's what I loved about living in London no one cared where you're from yeah. the only people who asked me where I'm from were Irish people oh where are you from do you yeah, know what yeah, kind of thing yeah. but the freedom of, of London was like you were just you didn't have to change up your accent or anything like that or was it, it was a really like how, yeah. where you're from was a little bit like nobody really cared I think unless it came up in conversation about something or whatever that you know what I mean I think it's good being from Ireland and New York because yes so they say yeah there's A, they love the Irish accent. B, it kind of appeases everybody because the, you know, the Americans can slag you and they have that freedom to do that accent right. and stuff where they can't do that with other people. So you're a real mimic for them, but we don't mind. Right. We kind of just go, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. Because if you did it to someone else, it's awful. You can't do that to someone else because that's making them feel different and separate where ours is kind of musical and silly and we... You know what I mean? Like we we haven't been we're not being we're not oppressed here. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like same well, way. So much, so like so much of New York is Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not we're not oppressed anymore. And you know, do you know what I mean? I you know, walk down this like there's there's 
it's not the same if you did if you did an Indian accent to someone who's in like that's awful. You can't be doing that. Do you know? Like you can't. You just can't. But and you so did when you had a few drinks last night, Katie. I didn't even have drinks last <laughs> night. I didn't even see that. him I last night. I know that. I know. That. I imagine. <laughs> imagine as well that like, you trying to do like a. Did you ever try to do a different accent, like a Northern Irish or something? I don't. I can't do accents because you're like, that's gonna sound like I'm French or something. But like, um, Northern Irish would be French. No, but I'm trying to say like sometimes I think you? people do because sometimes people do an, my accent. Americans would do Irish and it sounds Indian. And yeah. I'm like, but then I'm like, oh, they're doing my like. Susan. I still haven't heard an American that can do an Irish accent. No, because they just go dab it a But um, but what I mean is, so in that regard, and then with minorities, they're like, oh, you're from Maryland, you're not that bad. Do you know? Like really? they kind of accept you in a bit more. Yeah, yeah, because there is a bit of like a a bit of tense tense here between different groups and stuff like really? that. Really, I haven't noticed. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, you're also half Latin, so you should be saying that should be stamped across your head when you're well, here. Well, that, so that, so that's the kind of yeah, that's um the kind of uh. Do we have to pause? We we were getting text messages in. I'm as gonna we buzz speak. them. I'm gonna buzz them up. Buzz them up. But what you say? That's the what? Uh, we can pause it if you want to bring them up, will we? Yeah. Let's take a commercial break, ladies Great. and gentlemen. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about you being half Latino. Yes, which is a, yeah. So you were saying that's a thing here. Yeah, it's kind of I don't I don't know people. Yeah, the race thing is very different over here because people definitely. Uh, well, because you said I was, I was totally joking. There's lots of tension, so people talk about it a lot on stage. It's not that it's not going on in Ireland, kind of thing. But I I, I don't know. It's a uh, people wouldn't people for example. I I know what it is. People in Ireland don't see that as diversity in Ireland. Do you know what I mean? Whereas. Uh, here it totally is. <laughs> oh, being uh, being half from Argentina, for example, like oh, you're yeah. white, whatever. People don't care. Do sure. I mean? I mean, I I felt very ignorant until I moved over here because just because when I moved over here, I always thought not. No, I didn't think that there was a difference. I didn't think that. I just never thought about it. I yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I thought loads of people. I thought we were all white to a certain extent if yeah, you yeah, weren't yeah, black. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had no idea. I never thought. I thought Middle Eastern people were white as well. And then you come over here, and it's like, well, no, we're part of the, we're part of the like uh, they would all call themselves brown people so that would be middle right. eastern and south asian right and then you have east asian and then you have um uh latin yeah. and but like my latin my uh, my latin friends from here um or from latin america some of them would say that they're brown but some of them would say that they're white and then they come here and they're told they're not white so two of my friends mm. are like well i was white one in uruguay and the other in argentina was like I am white. I was white in Argentina, yeah. but then I come here and I'm told, and it's like, yeah, I am Latin, but they're, I'm told I'm not white. But he's yeah. like, I'm a white Latino, and they're like, no, you're just Latino. And he was like, I'm confused. What yeah, yeah, I but that, but that's, I mean, Lucas, we were chatting about the other day. Like, that's the US. The US mm. loves to put the, the labels on all that separate kind of stuff. people like put the them actual in boxes. original latin countries that you know where the latinos came from from europe like italy spain portugal yeah. and all that kind of stuff none of that conversation is going on and there's people of lots of different colors in portugal for example that's not that's not part of the conversation people yeah. don't label um, themselves like that a little bit but it was interesting that i remember having this conversation with des before it was just like in the u.s i would be considered in the u.s they would describe me as latino or brown or whatever like yeah. that but in Ireland, nobody th nobody really thinks about that really. no and even like when I first met you I never thought I never like yeah I was just like hey, you have apart from the nicknames we used to get called as a kid but we won't get into that oh, <laughs> yes. I know I had an ex-boyfriend who was biracial and he told me some of the stuff and I was like because he grew up in Fermanagh and he told me some of the stuff and I was like Jesus that's fucking awful yeah 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 and it's like Irish people thinking they're being funny but you're like it does make imagine you are that you know this yeah but like as a white person, I'm going. Imagine I would. You would feel separate. Yeah, and you it's and it's very different here because, and you you get put into these boxes here because it does affect, like where you live. It, 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 I, 
and your skin color it is affected by voting and the way you're treated in this country and all that so mm. that's why it's so and they have to stick together as well yeah. and like the Irish did that for a long time I'm sure fuck's sake the Irish got where they were because they stuck together and made a mafia yeah and they fucking got into voting and they were like and now Joe Biden's president uh, yeah he's from Mayo <laughs> Catholic Joe Biden <laughs> about to meet his maker in a hot <laughs> second <laughs> Uh, yeah, so all that, you definitely feel all. I was j- totally joking. You feel all that definite tensions here, but yeah. we don't really live in in that. In no, I, I don't. Also, I like, don't want to speak for all people of color yeah. in Ireland, for example, who I'm sure have lots of different things going on. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just a little bit. It's just it's a bit different for sure. Yeah. I also think Americans will always think, and I have a whole bit about it, but I'm not going to do the bit now, but my point is that they think Ireland is all white and it's not. It's like, especially Dublin's gotten very multicultural. Yes, uh, anymore, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And even when I was growing up, I grew up outside Dublin, but when I was born, a lot of people had started to immigrate into Ireland. Is that mm. the word? Emigrate from different countries because of different, either sure the college right, or... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, it, you know, it, and it maybe if you're in the countryside, but even then, like my dad lives in Lanford now and I go down and it is all different oh, yeah. ethnicities. I can't, I can't remember the, the name. There's a town in County Galway that is literally the population is Brazilian-like. <laughs> it's, it's very fun. There's like more Brazilians than anything there's else. There's so now. many um, uh, Brazilians um, because uh, there's a Brazilian night, I remember, because I used to work weekends, so we would go to Brazilian night on Monday oh, and Dicey's, and it was all Brazilian. Oh, in all Dublin, yeah, 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 yeah. It was That's great. That's still going, yeah, and it's good. so popular. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. That. Oh, it's great crack. But yeah, so I do, and I yeah, and I think it's different in Ireland, obviously, because people chose to go there. They chose, you know what I mean? It's a yes. different situation where people were forced to come here, or they didn't have any I other option. You. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And came for a better life, but then were abused and oh, oh, lots of stuff. But you know, we were talking about being on the subway, and I don't know if I've ever said this on my podcast, but definitely for yours. I got on the subway, and there is this, there is a, there is like tensions. Okay, yeah. Ever since the pandemic, there's been a lot of tensions and okay. a lot more mentally unwell people probably right, on the subway. This. Yes, yeah, yeah. And God, and God helped them. But there was this guy who came up to me, and he was uh, dressed. Like, as if Bushwick became a person. I said this now, Aaron's in there because I said this on his podcast already, but then he laughed at it, so I thought it was funny, so I'm going to repeat it again. Now, what does Bushwick become a person mean? Sorry. Bushwick is a cool area, is it? No. It's a fucking cool guy area. Okay, right, right yeah. Jeans rolled up, okay, pink yeah. socks, yeah. graphic tee, little, right. la- little hat on the top of his head yes, that yes, doesn't yeah. fit his whole head. Yeah. Carrying a pink balloon. Is that part of Brooklyn? No. Yeah. Right, okay. But yeah. it's like a kind of gentrified, it's starting right. to get gentrified okay, type okay, area. Okay, yeah. So all the artists live there. It will eventually because all the artists move in there because it's cheap. And then, you, yeah. know, you know yourself. But he looked like an artist. And then uh, he had a carrying a pink balloon, which is just a really weird thing. Okay. But he goes, um, is this train going to Brooklyn? And I said, yes. And he goes, can I have a dollar? And then I go, uh, sorry, I don't have a change. He goes, give me 20. And then I thought, like, I thought he was maybe trying to flirt or something, like an intense flirting. And I go, oh, that's not how that works. If I didn't have a dollar, I hardly have 20. Mm. He goes, where are you going? And I go, I'm going to work. Now, I was only going two stops. I wasn't even going into Brooklyn. It was just on the L train. And he um, he goes, where do you work? And I was like, I don't have to give you this information. Yeah. And then he just turned. So, like, we get on the train. He's sitting down. He has his pink balloon. He's, he's singing, don't worry, be happy, but staring at me with a smile. Like, it was really Jesus. fucking creepy. And I'm just, like, looking down, looking down. And I look up at him, um, and he's staring directly at me. And I could feel him looking at me before. on the carriage? I'm not on my own. There's like, there was an older lady beside me on the left. And then there was like a couple of people. I just also happened to be probably the only white woman. So, and they just hate white women right now. People do in America. You know, they really do. And so, and like for, you know, yeah, a lot of them voted for Trump. And a lot of them are fucking pains in the holes. And a lot, and a few of them did some Karen shit. And I get all that. Mm. But anyway, 
I just happened to be the only white person, a white woman who got, who was on that train. And so he's glaring at me. And when I looked up, uh, he threw his bottle at me and it was a glass bottle. Jesus. And it nearly hit the older black lady beside me. So she's looking at me and she puts her mask, like, are you okay? And I'm like, uh, and then he goes, I go, can you stop? You're scaring me now. And then he got, he just snapped and he goes, fucking white bitch, fucking Karen, bet you fucking voted for, no, he go, no, he goes, I bet you fucking hate me because I'm black, I bet you fucking voted for Car- or for Trump, Jesus. and then I just go, I'm an immigrant, I can't vote, and then he goes, you Lithuanian? And it was just like a whirlwind of emotions, Changed. and then he started like just naming out countries, never even got to Ireland, he was like, Lithuanian, Canadian, yeah. and I was like, he's just fi- going to find something wrong with all of these countries, yeah, and yeah. it like, it could have been, I could have been anybody. I could have been, they, me. I mean, if he had heard my accent, I'm sure he would have been like, if he knew something about what he hated about Irish people, he would have yeah. been like, you Irish, whatever. Yeah. Because he was just looking for a fight with someone yeah. and was obviously very mentally unwell. But it was, um, but of course, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, there's a bit of tensions and he had Fuck. an excuse maybe to like, yeah, I don't know. It was fucking, and then I got off the train and I was like, I, I can't, can't imagine. Be- I can't believe this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine what you're feeling that moment. Fucking hell. I know. And my first thing was like, I'm an immigrant. I can't vote. Don't what come kind for of, me. Sorry, what kind of a, a time of day was that? Like, I was hosting at the comedy club at nine. So this would have been like 8.45. Right, yeah. Because I'm, I am hearing like, and I've definitely seen like situations of people like uh, on the subway platforms and stuff like that. And they're sleeping out and all that. And it's like, it looks like you definitely would have, for example, stuff like that in, in, in Dublin where people are sleeping in certain areas. But there's something extra... Yeah. Uh, like stressy about it or they're kind of I don't know if they're doing drugs or what yeah. but there's like it's a, it's a different energy and on I'm the sure, platform at night time I'm sure if that was a Latin woman he would have just said fucking Latin girl you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. he would have picked on anybody yeah. I just think Should've it would have, have to Selbridge. be Selbridge yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, fuck Selbridge yeah, I, fucking it, Dublin suburb <laughs> I think it just would have been whoever wasn't the yeah, majority yeah, yeah. on the okay, subway does okay. that make sense yeah, I think yeah, because yeah. I was the only young white woman yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. and he probably thought as well this is a great thing because everybody hates Karens right now so right. he probably thought yeah, and yeah, then yeah. when I go oh, I can't vote he was like kind of like okay well let's find something else wrong yeah, Lithuania yeah, you know yeah, I'm like what Mental. but that's Jesus. just it's a little like when we're talking about subways now it is a little for, uh, scary for everybody you yeah, know? yeah yeah my friend is um married to an asian woman and he said she's fucking terrified going on the subway now because a few asian women were pushed in front of the train because of covid oh my god like fucking crazy like it is you're, li- you're literally see i'm li- learning about a complete other side of what's going on here in everyday life now on this podcast yeah so, um, I'm looking forward to... I'm going to get the subway home from here, Casey. Well, you're fine. You're a man. I think you'll be okay. Just just keep your I'll mouth shut. I'll be on sh- a fucking jog. I'll be gone. I, I have to get the L home. This is bullshit. Do you know what? I was telling that story. I, I thought that was really kind of like going to be funny. And then you looked really concerned. And I was like, God, why did I tell the story now? This is actually... There's a guy throwing a glass bottle at your hand, Katie. I was like, where's the punchline? And I'm like, this is going to be hilarious. There's only going to be a punch. That's a fucking... Like, that's all that was going to happen here. Aaron's laughing. The poor listeners of... Aaron's in the background going, oh my fucking well, god you tell your subway story that's way funnier than mine <laughs> i don't have one i don't like there was just a guy that was talking loudly to himself to himself on the way over here today and he was just like it's interesting though he was ranting to himself about like i'm in the wrong fucking tax bracket i'm fucking and you know the way that this pl- country is run is literally yeah. breaking people's heads it's breaking their heads and uh and anyway we got to the stop and the door took an extra second uh, to open the, the normal so people were waiting for a second now <laughs> he's like open the door I'm VIP he yeah. screams out I, like, I loved it but yeah you get lots of those moments like people rapping out loud to themselves and like they're on edge you can feel people are on edge they are sure. on edge my because I t- spoke to my therapist about it as well feeling like I felt quite 
nervous on the subway for the first time like mm. after the pandemic and she was like wear your mask always on that now i don't anymore but she was like it's a great way to stay incognito because people are looking to fight with people they're right. gonna look for reasons okay yeah yeah Jesus. yeah yeah you have to just um well there you go my week in new york has been uh good ladies and gentlemen i'm happy to be leaving <laughs> <laughs> okay well yeah so we can wrap up now because that we was can wrap up but also katie thank you so much for putting on the irish night and thank you for having us over of it was course. fantastic it was great crack and it was lovely to be over here and did you enjoy it? did you have a good time with us? i had a great time yeah i really did enjoy it it was so much fun i thought that audience was really fun I they were they lovely were, yeah they, they were, were weren't they yeah, yeah they were lovely um and there were a few people that had come out for my gigs before so it was really nice because oh, i was kind of nice. like oh do i really want to MC it like it'd be great just to do a set but then i was like do you know what i have to MC it because yeah. i'll be able to introduce you guys yeah. in a fun way and like it's like presenting these you were great. You were but great. then it was fun i emceed it because there was a few people who'd already seen me at gigs so i was like okay i can't like it's better to do as yeah, much yeah, crowd yeah. work you yeah, know yeah. and just chat to them you were great oh it was a lot of fun i really and it was great to see you and hang out with you and great to meet Ar- aaron mccann is in our, is sitting on my bed now because we have to go talk to him but he <laughs> i like me and my boyfriend were talking about his joke because my uh, leland was like i'm still thinking about aaron's um uh they stole the kisses joke um yes, it was great. just and yourself too he's talking about a bit from you as well so leland was super impressed do you know what's great do you know what's ridiculous is that like aaron and i have been living on the same island for so long and it takes us to go to new york to meet each other <laughs> isn't it like it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> it's um but uh but there you go no it's been great and thank you so much and th- shout out to all katie's listeners as well um yeah keep supporting her she's doing great work thanks i keep supporting you you're doing great work yeah let's uh, yeah and love you all bye peace and love <laughs> hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.